0: Welcome to Lunchtime in the Lab, December 8th. We are looking at a Friday already, so hopefully you guys have some fantastic plans for the weekend. Today we have NBA. I don't think there's NBA tomorrow. There might not even be NBA, I was going to say on Saturday, but tomorrow is Saturday. I'm uh, I'm not thinking right. Spent a lot of time at the doctor today. Uh, waiting on my medicine to get finished up, but I got a whole handful of stuff to get cough has been unreal so just getting this podcast out and planning on relaxing and just trying to get better to be honest i did get a mic stand by the way if you follow me on twitter i talked about it uh no more kind of bending down to have it in my you know to be able to reach it so hopefully this is going to sound okay i'm kind of just sitting and chilling and little pop filter on it too so hopefully it's okay and i'm not wasting my time and it's going to sound okay (coughs) sorry for cough one and two day yesterday, uh, we hit Miles Turner so easy. That's my favorite bet, and when Miles Turner p- plays the Bucks, I'm taking his threes every time. I'm taking a lot of centers against the Bucks. Like I said, uh, he had two 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 threes in the first half. Um, he might not have had another, but I you know I didn't really pay attention a whole lot to the game after that, uh, which I guess is a lie. Actually, I wasn't paying attention to him. I, I had a builder in the Discord that ended up up cashing. Uh, Dame at, at halftime, man, he he just does nothing the first quarter. Then all of a sudden, you know, he he's kind of wakes up. You know, the Bucks would be unstoppable if they would just start doing that from the jump, you know. But we got that right. Um, and then, unfortunately, that's the only thing we got right. We had our first losing day this week so far. The Steelers had a chance to kick a second field goal. It was fourth and three on their own ten or so. And Tomlin decided to go ahead and run a play instead of taking the points. So we really should have cashed there. Uh and then the under obviously just never had a chance. Holy geez, man. I didn't expect Bailey Zap to be throwing apparently it's Zap. I was saying Zappy yesterday. Zappy just sounds better. I didn't even look it up. I don't even really care to be honest. I didn't even actually watch the game. I just paid attention to the tracker. But uh yeah, man, that was rough. And then I said too, like, oh well, you know, if the under hits or misses and at least our props are going, well, not the props I took, because I really thought the Steelers were gonna do more, you know, than the Patriots. The Steelers just had nothing. And I, I knew it was going to be a terrible game, but, boy, it was a, it was a frustrating one to kind of fall asleep to paying attention to yesterday. Um, before we hop into it, though, as always, guys, just want to say that I continue to uh, appreciate the interactions that I've had and, you know, the love for the podcast and everything. I, I saw a DM this morning. I don't know if it was from this morning or anything. I'm, I'm kind of bad at checking on, but he had, he had mentioned that, you know, he never really was a straight better in the past. And the podcast kind of put him on to that, and he's been having a lot of success. And, and I get a lot of that, to be honest. And I'm I'm really glad to be able to teach people, uh, you know, a certain way. And, and of, of course, I didn't invent straight bets. But even, you know, in the Discord and, you know, my quote-unquote, you know, paid-for type job where I give out these safe plays like a two-leg or a three-leg and kind of manipulate the lines a little bit on FanDuel. And, you know, sometimes people don't think about it. And I've got a lot of messages about people saying that I've taught them how to you know gamble smarter safer they're winning more money and even if it's not with my plays directly being able just to teach people um you know even just the way that i research and it's like oh okay yeah you know yeah let me who the bucks playing like ah you know joe's always taking centers against them he didn't give it out but i think this person's gonna do it you know to be able to teach you guys that's pretty cool you know so appreciate it give me a follow at live joe bets continue let me know what you were thinking about things and yeah, I'm going I'm to keep rolling with it, obviously. So the first one's going to be, and I have three props again to get it today. I didn't mention it. I hear the baby in the background crying. Hopefully you guys don't hear that. Wife might need some help. She's not feeling very good either. First play is going to be Pascal Siakam, over 30 and a half points and rebounds. I got that minus 105. That's going to be a bet one unit to win. Well, well I'm sorry, bet 1.5 units to win one unit. Uh, two reasons I like this play history and matchup on the history side in the last two years against the Hornets he's dominated this matchup over this number in six of his last seven games that one game that he missed was a 30 point blowout and he played less than 30 minutes today we have a five point spread so hopefully we don't see either team pull away let me just say too like how did the Pelicans lose by almost 40 points in, a, in the in-season tournament. NBA is such a joke with their blowout sometimes. It's just it's pretty ridiculous. Um, he has hit this in four straight against them, 36, 43, 42, and 30 cents points plus rebounds combined. Matchup-wise against the Hornets, they allow the most points to powered forwards and the third most rebounds. So we have a great matchup here against the Hornets. He's also coming off a pretty good game against the Heat where he had 30 points and only four rebounds. So I definitely hope he gets a little more rebounds this time around. But the Heat give up the eighth most points to power forwards this year, and we see he has a much better matchup. So hopefully he continues to stay hot today. Uh, As you can see, you know, with this, he can clear this line in points alone. So hopefully we get the, you know, the score, Siakam, and, uh, and hopefully we can get, you know, eight rebounds. He's only got to put up 23 points, something like that. 30.5 points plus rebounds for Siakam tonight. Next play is going to be Tobias Harris over 15.5 points. I got minus 115 is the best line I could find. We'll go ahead and do 1.15 units to win a unit on that bet too. Last time he played the Hawks, he had a pretty good game. 29 points on a 12-20 shooting night. Now, obviously, I don't expect him to completely go off like he did last time, but I think this is a really good opportunity for him to break out of the slump that he's been in. Um, Atlanta blitzes the ball handler off the screens, which is generally going to be maxi, um, all, like off the pick and roll. And, and basically that ge- that generally opens up a lane to the hoop with little resistance. The Hawks are still without Jalen Johnson, who plays some pretty solid defense. Harris has gone over this number in nine of 10 games at home so far this year. So just naturally at home, he's been playing really well. The only miss was a blow- blowout that he uh, had only played about 23-some minutes. Atlanta ranks near the bottom and giving up points in the paint. The majority of his shots are going to come at the rim. Uh, like I said, especially off of like the the pick and roll, which opened up the screen as they kind of blitz, blitz maxi, whoever's involved with that. Uh, they also give up the sixth most attempts and the fourth most shots made within 10 feet of the basket, which is near 60% of Harris's production comes from with him at home and the success that he's had against. The Hawks here, Uh, Well, the success he's had at home, given that he's gone over 9 of 10, the good previous game that he had against Atlanta, and then the matchup that he has tonight against the defense that they play, I think this could be a slam dunk kind of play here, guys. And uh, we're going to go with Harris over 15 and a half points. Probably play it up to a couple more points if it does rise more. And then we're going to go with uh, Jokic, triple-double, plus one and a... Oh my gosh, I can't talk... Plus 105. So just to bet one unit here. I really did look at... uh, And I'd be okay doing it. If you want to do the triple-double and the win. Because we have a minus 9.5 spread. And if I'm not mistaken, the Hornets have not won a game away yet this year. The Hornets. Oh my gosh. You can tell I'm sick, guys. The Rockets. The Houston Rockets. My fault. Um, Although... In this instance, I'm going to be cheering for a close game, and I don't want to find myself cheering for the Rockets to keep it close, so he gets plenty of minutes and be trying to sweat a money line too. So I decided just to run with the uh, run with uh, triple double here and not really care who win, and, and kind of really do hope that the Rockets keep it close so he can continue to play. Uh, the play was definitely going to be assist though. That's what I kind of you know was looking at at the at the, at the hospital and stuff here and. He's at 9.5, and and it's just juiced to, holy hell, at minus 150 or so higher in some places. And the rebound line is set at 12.5. So if you kind of do some thinking, the books think he's going to be good for at least 10 rebounds, and they're thinking he's going to get 9.5 assists, which is pretty juiced. And actually, I've seen it move to 10.5 already. So right now, his two individual lines are set over 10 He's going to get 10 points without a doubt. A triple-double is pretty good value for where his lines are set at, to be completely honest. Maybe it'll change, so it's one to pay attention to or get it in quick as you're listening to the podcast. And maybe add the money line if it ends up having a little juice to it and you don't want to play you know, a minus 115, minus 120 triple-double, which I probably don't blame you. Add that money line in there. I back it, and I think you'll be okay. Um, the Rockets allow the third most points to opposing centers. And that's probably inflated because they have to play. They've played him three times already this year, but that's fine. Cause that's our guy. Uh, and you might think the numbers have been down. If you could look at, you know, Jokic's numbers recently, uh, but without Murray, yeah, like they have been with Murray and his potential assists are just much, much higher. I mean, we're talking like five plus more opportunities a game. He's getting more assists and he's able to be more of a facilitator and let Murray score more. Uh, he doesn't have to quite carry all the load of scoring and, uh, you know, diamond and everything like that. Um, people also call sangoon you know, little Jokic, and, and I think that... Um, I'm sure it doesn't make him mad, but you can certainly see that he like gets up for this matchup and is like, "All right, lo, you know, baby bro, let's see if you really, uh, you know, let's see, have you compare to me or whatever, you know." And I think he gets up for the matchup, and we've seen him be pretty successful. They played three times this year, and Jokic just had a, a triple double in two of those. Um, And then you know, last year I can't remember the stat, but I mean, we're talking. I, gosh, I, I honestly can't remember, but I mean, we're talking. I would say 70% of the time, if not maybe higher, he has a triple-double. I don't know if it's that high, but I, I guess to imply that at home, he gets a triple-double. At home, he averages. Uh, last year at home, he averaged more, ten, more than 10 rebounds and more than 10 assists. Uh, so, you know, him. Him take, taking him to get a triple-double at home has not been a weird thing. It could be a popular bet, but because of what the books are telling me, Just like sometimes looking at NFL, and and not to keep ramming on here, but there's times where I'll look at, who was it just recently? It was Ingram, I think, right? So he he had four and a half uh, reception line, and it it was juiced at like minus 160 or something. So the books are like, yeah, we're going to give you the line, but he's going over this. And then you compare and say like, okay, when he has five plus catches, what has he done production-wise? And then you look and okay, he's over his yards in every game and gets five catches. The books are saying we're getting five catches. Let's run his reception or his receiving yards. And then, you know, and he ended up doubling it dang near, you know. So this is a similar situation. The books say he's gonna get his line set at twelve and a half. So they're saying, you know, is the magic number, you know, whatever. Is he gonna get thirteen or is he gonna get hooked at twelve? That's over ten. And then that nine and a half or moving to ten and a half. Uh, books are already have him set at that and it just gives good value on the one in a five. Maybe that's a dumb way to look at it. I don't care. Uh, it's a way that I look at, not every time, but it's a, a, an extra way to look at it on top of the fact that I also supplied you with the stats, the history and the matchup that he has today. So <laughs> dang it, I was doing, do you hear that streak I was on just spitting in my mic here with this thing? It makes me feel like a rapper recap. Pascal Siakam, over 30 and a half points plus rebounds to win one unit. Tobias Harris, over 15.5 points. Jokic, triple-double plus 105. That is a one-unit bet right there. If you are feeling frisky, go ahead and add that money line in there. I support it. But like I said, in my personal fandom of watching, I am rooting for the Rockets to be winning at halftime or to give them a run so he continues to get his minutes and he plays hard and gets us that triple-double that's all i have today guys today's episode is maybe a hair longer but i felt like it went pretty good i feel like i have three really good plays let's continue to be successful continue to um share the podcast follow it in any platform that you have give me a five star if you haven't already i think i have seven of them that's pretty fantastic I don't think I've made anybody upset yet. And if I have, I hope you reach out and let me know so we can figure out what we can do to maybe make the show better for you. That's all I've got. I'll see you guys for Saturday. Although, I don't know what the heck we're going to bet on because I really don't think there's NBA, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe I'm crazy and I'm just sick. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. Appreciate you guys. I'll be back tomorrow, even if it's just a chat about what we did, if I end up not having plays and, and maybe end up feeling, you know, a little more sick, and, and but hopefully that's not the case. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Have a good Friday. Ain't no need to ain't no need to Gotta chase the Chase the bay uh.